Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to I Like to Movie Movie. My name is Dan Scully. My name is Garrett Smith. And we are all dead tired because last night was the Jason Statham edition of Movie Movie Live at Philomoka. Yes, it was. Uh, we had a wonderful time, so thank you for everybody who came out. Thank you to our guests, Brendan Maddox, Alex Perlman, and Hillary Ray. And uh, make sure you check out Hillary Ray's show, Fibber. Oh, yes. I forget uh, when that was. It's this coming Thursday. This coming so Thursday whatever at Philomoka. Whatever that date is. So come on out and buy a shirt. Uh, and um, yeah, so we are here to do another movie. And this is a surprise. We said yes. it follows was next. We're pushing that back a week it's coming. for a movie that you've all seen <laughs> because it was by a special request of our very special guest. The movie is Die Hard with a Vengeance. We promised you we'd uh, do all five of these movies. This oh yeah, is, this is <laughs> we, the, we only have one left. So after this, this is only one more because if you remember, we did five for and some reason. So this was a request from uh, Mr. Chris Cotton. How are you? What's up, man? <laughs> What's why, up, why, dude? Uh, why this movie? Uh, dude, I, I just feel good after I watch it. <laughs> yeah. Like It's only a few movies. This, I would have said, Indiana Jones. I am always... Which Indiana Jones? Oh, come on. Let's be honest. I love the first two. Let's be honest. But let's be here. The Last Crusade just warms your heart <laughs> every time uh, you uh, watch it. For a second, I thought you uh, were going to say it was no good, and uh, I was about to yeah, do it. I was going to have to argue with you. I love it. My wife loves it. I made oh, her yeah. watch it. <laughs> I tried to make her watch Teen Wolf. She was not about it, right? She, she literally checked I, out. I think I missed a connection. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what happened. I tried to make her watch Teen Wolf. But she was like, oh, no, I can't. I can't get past this shitty plot. Like, he's a wolf. <laughs> in high school? That's oh, no, 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 baby. No, no. I was like, but just let it develop. She's like, I can't get there. I can't. We got to switch this one. So, Indiana Jones? Yeah. And then I said, okay, let's try Indiana Jones. I let her see the first one. She was like, that was good. Yeah. Second one came. She was all about it. Third one. She was like, I love, I love Indiana Jones. It affects everybody the same it's way. It's great. Yeah. It, it warms your heart, as you said. The, the characters build so fucking gracefully. And I feel like we have to intro, <laughs> yeah, our, intro. Uh, our other I'm guest because I, I see the floodgates ready to open. <laughs> um, he wants to speak. And you, for future reference, you're allowed to speak whenever. Yeah, you can yeah. speak. Even pre-intro. We'll the intro. I, we have, uh, I have not entered the ring. <laughs> We've got, he was here last week, and he's yes, back again he's back with again. Mr. Mackie Leeper. Mackie hey, Leeper has returned. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was weird that you were so into Teen Wolf and trying to push that onto someone. <laughs> that, Teen Wolf is made for my demo, and I didn't go anywhere near Teen Wolf. Well, your hold on, hold on. your demo didn't exist yeah, when Teen demo, Wolf was made. Oh, oh no, no, no. About, I'm talking about this Teen Wolf. No, no, we're not. Oh, that, uh, we're about this, oh, Teen Wolf, this Teen Wolf never will. I don't even know. What, is it still on the air? I don't know what no, the they, fuck they made an MTV like uh, drama. Yeah, yeah. They don't ever MTV Teen and Teen Wolf. Wolf. Oh my God. Nothing, nothing and so they connected it based on the idea. Can of I ask a real a, question? A Wolfman, who's a teen? That that wasn't a bit. I'm just young. You that guys, wasn't a bit. You, you guys really? are gonna. You guys are gonna die so soon. You <laughs> oh God, you're making a good point. So yeah. But yeah, the original <laughs> Teen Wolf. Did, did you know we're gonna die with Michael J. Fox as Teen Wolf in our brain, and the lucky few of us who also have Jason Bateman as Teen Wolf. Two. Oh, oh sorry. God, I hate it. Oh, two. Oh, oh, I hate it. Oh, I hate it. That was so <laughs> The world much. hated two. Oh, two hated dude. you. I turned it off and turned it on so many times. Like, it's going to get better. It's not. <laughs> Did you a- at least know uh, Teen Wolf was based on a movie? No. <laughs> I did. Okay, wow. wait, wait, wait. 
I've heard this is a question that that folks your age have trouble with. Yeah, you are aware that Titanic is not just a movie, correct? Uh, dude, I, I based had, on a true story. I had to Google 9/11 like a week ago. Now you're on a watch list. I had no idea. I think it might be you on this one. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I, I'm putting together some of the details. I'm, I'm, I'm stringing it together. I'm using my detective skills, mm-hmm. and I'm realizing. Y- you just don't know a lot of shit. I think mean, <laughs> that, that's, that's what it comes down to. But you got the glasses on and it's fooling everybody. Yeah, like, yeah. that's how I get by. That's how yeah, I get by. Wait, so what, what year were you born? Uh, I don't know, like 2002. Yeah, 94. 94, the same year as Pulp Fiction. No. Oh, You're younger God. than Jurassic Park. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's so crazy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that hurts my soul. Yeah. So we, did you see the new Jurassic Park? I didn't watch the new one, no. Oh, you wouldn't get any of the references because you've probably never seen you. Jurassic Park. I, I've seen I've seen the original Jurassic Parks. Yeah, I yeah. mean, no, you got to really only see one and then not see. Like they based it, they act like the other ones didn't happen. Yeah. In this one, mm. the right way. Mm. I like the second one. one. I didn't like the new one that much. I, like I didn't like Jurassic one. World that much. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. Like it. it was a couple like things. I, I like real it for dinosaurs. What it was. I accept it for what it was. This is this is like the third podcast that our movie got derailed by Jurassic World. It, totally. I'm stopping it right now. <laughs> <laughs> stopping it right Jurassic now. We've, we've, we've had this conversation in so many other okay, podcasts. We're we're dropping that one. You're smart because like, you see whatever you launch you into, it. I'm all about it. I'm yeah. all about, let's look. Let's launch in. What's uh, that's it. fine. So why uh, why did you choose the third one? Because we didn't even. I didn't tell you that we had already done a couple of these movies on the podcast already. You chose this one of your own volition. Why this one? I literally, like I said, like I was saying to you, Indiana Jones makes me feel good. Yeah. Lethal Weapons make me feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this and Die Hard with a Vengeance. If everything hit the skids and I don't feel like watching stand-up comedy, uh-huh. I literally watched Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah. Indiana Jones. Weapon. It's just, it's just a hero, that hero stories. It's called Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's the with title. A vengeance, yes. Yeah. With it's not a Die vengeance. Hard 3. Whereas we often call Die Hard 2 Die Harder. That's yeah. just the slogan. <laughs> yeah, it's actually yeah. just, die hard, just die hard 2. This one is Die Hard with a Vengeance, which then kicks off the new thing, which is all of them have to be as in the, the confusingly form of titled yeah. series. Live for your Die Hard and then a, a good, good day. To day die that, hard. that is just a course, weird title. The one that we will eventually pitch Die Hard already. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 17th Die Hard movie where John McClane <laughs> is in an old folks' home and there's nothing wrong, but because he's John McClane, he causes problems he has to solve. He just like hallucinates <laughs> yeah. the whole thing. Because he's like his mind. Ruber, but he thinks yeah. it's <laughs> so. At the end, he just he's just staring at a crystal ball. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, at some point uh, he launches a wheelchair into a walker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Big explosion! Yeah. But I think explosion. at the same time, is in his like ineptness, he should accidentally crack open like, oh shit, there's something going there's something on fucked here. Fucked up going and on in this old folks' home. Too, yeah. And so he would haphazardly and in a madcap sense save the day. Yeah, and feel like he saved the day, knowing that he saved the day, but. He saved the wrong day. Oh, know? what like if it's about him day. and Zeus rebuilding their friendship because they're both going senile and they can't really remember each so other? Bubba Hotep is just yes, the yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's funny. But uh, yeah, I so this movie is. I saw this movie. I just realized I hadn't seen this movie since I saw it on like HBO when I was I don't know twelve or something. I actually it's been a long saw time. This for the first time, maybe within the last like seven years. Oh, fascinating! Yeah, yeah, yeah I seen it when it came out. Oh, yeah? I think like, I saw we this in the, preparation yeah. for four. That was mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, we uh, went to the movies. My, my dad was a big fucking huge movie guy. Certain movies, action. He just, if you take him to action movie, he just zones out. Uh, he's fucking, yeah. No, he left, so we went to go see this. Yeah. 
And this was the first time that I had seen this. I saw the first one and the second one, then I saw Live Free or Die Hard, but I had never seen the third one. Mm. Yeah, and this one I think is classically considered like the second best in the in the Not series. According to Rotten Tomatoes, that's true. Right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah this saying, is uh, the first best. You think it's the, the best? The, the fourth one is actually rated higher second than highest. this one. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I, I think I'm a lot of that has to do with... It, it came out after Rotten Tomatoes existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's, yeah. it has more reviews, and it's, yeah. it's just a denser thing. And also, critics are probably excited that something came back after, like, a decade. You know what I mean? And, uh, and wasn't... and wasn't, That was a rough one. Yeah, yeah but this I mean... This critic oh, was excited. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them were pretty ready to hate it. Yeah, yeah I, true, I, I don't think many were pleasantly surprised. Leave it alone. That was one time I was like, stop it. Stop. I forgive. I forgive. Like I like the fourth one, even though it's not classically a diehard movie. Although the Stop. unrated cut does soften that a little bit, if you will, it, it takes on a little more of that flavor. But uh, I hate the fifth one. But we opened the doors. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah, we, we have to take the good with the bad. It's a shame that it's like that. And when I look at Die Hard with a Vengeance and he's surfing on top of a flooded out, you know, truck yeah. in a water, I'm like, well, this is what. This is what we purchased, and this yeah. is what happened. This is where four came from, and I'm okay with it. I'm into it. I think that uh, well, because you brought up, so you said that one of your other uh, kind of rainy day movies is Lethal Weapon, which is is perfect because we were talking as we were watching the movie that one of the things that's famous about this movie is it uh, the script is not a diehard script. It started as something called Simon Says, um, mm, was not just... the Dennis Rodman Dean <laughs> Cook straight to video vehicle. <laughs> Good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, and then uh, you know they wanted to make so it, it turns out Dan added this piece of information I always knew it as so then they just wrote John McClane into it became a diehard movie oh but no, first... no 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 it was it was Lethal Weapon four yes it was going to be Lethal Weapon I think four three or four I forget what year mm-hmm. uh, probably, probably three probably at this four. point three that'd be three and I think three came out in like ninety three so this either way it was going to be a Lethal Weapon movie <laughs> yeah. and so the aspect that stuck to the script as it you know mutated into what is Die Hard with a Vengeance was it became a buddy cop movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the buddy cop model, at least in the post-Shane Black, Joel Silver, is yeah. the is the lethal weapon model. Yeah. yeah. And so that's we have a little bit of that here, which is, uh, I guess that the tune is uh, black guy who's, who's not really into it right. and wild card white man <laughs> that have a friendship despite racial tension. Is that really what it, what it boils down to? I think I so. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And the racial tensions were caused by the black guy, which threw everybody. Mm. Threw everybody. Well, lethal but, Weapon is is different though, because yeah. the tensions caused by the fact that Mel Gibson's suicidal. Yes, like he's suicidal. just ready to. He's a complete wild card. I'm ready to go, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. To, don't go, man. I wake don't up go. every morning and I try and come up with a reason. Don't do it, do man. This, Raj. Don't you do that, man. Raj. Raj. No, no, don't you do that, man. Raj, you have everything. Hold on. Life. Hold on, real quick. <laughs> My wife's cooking. Hold on. Now. Like, I, I can do. I can do. Come on, no, Riggs. No, Riggs. Rigs, <laughs> rigs, oh boy! No, no, no! You look into the camera. Wait, wait, say this one. Say this one uh, from the fourth movie when when uh, Rigs is drowning oh. and he's trying to get him to will. Rigs, like, will, will me to you. Will me, Rigs. Will me to Riggs. you. Rigs, Rigs, Rigs. Will me, Rigs. <laughs> will me. <laughs> I'm listening to you, Rigs. So how's your Sam Jackson? Can you uh. do a Sam Jackson? Uh, I, I just got you know, I gotta get it. I gotta get in the zone. It's yeah. weird when I do impressions. I gotta literally just be talking and kind of swirling. Oh, okay, all right, all right. So it's weird. It's fucking weird. I'm not good. I'm. I can do them. 
Take so I wonder if I can if I can get my my Bruce Willis charged up well enough that we can start yelling <laughs> to do some to do some, <laughs> you know, the, some Sam Jack. George Bush. It's one hundred percent George Bush. What are you saying about the kid? Uh, to, about the, don't ever let somebody sucker to you into doing their crime. <laughs> <laughs> what are you What are you doing? This is a bizarre approximation of what happens in that scene. <laughs> I know, that that fucking it, Tony. He sent you in with that radio. I take it back to him myself <laughs> with a message. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. I'm trying. <laughs> I tried. I no, took a work at it. We'll get we'll get worked up in the moment. We'll get throw that in there. We'll get, you, we'll get the same Jason. We'll see if the Sam Jackson. Unless anyone else up. wants to drop one in. I I have a I can't do it. I, I lay no claim to a good Sam Jackson impression. Mm-hmm. I'm a good I'm a good uh fucking what's the dude? Briggs-ass motherfucker. So this movie is, is a little bit... Uh, Die Hard 3, as a reminder. Yeah, Die yes. Hard 3. Uh, is strange, I think, a little bit, because it does remind me of the first Die Hard way more than the second one does. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 I mean, John McTiernan returns uh, and brings... His, like He has a really great visual style, I think. Mm-hmm. for there, There's something about the way he captures action that really makes it feel like well, it's right there more in, the, that. in the, the moment. The first one is actually a rather tightly shot yes. movie, short of the end when the helicopter's coming mm-hmm. in and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So this is kind of the, you know, the first one wasn't a blockbuster in terms of like, oh, it's a summer blockbuster that right. we built. Yeah. It was a movie that, oh, people fucking liked it. Oh, mm-hmm. this is, and then it became a template, you know? <laughs> this one was just, we're filling, we're putting asses in seats and it, it's big. And yeah. I think that the Die movie had the, with the blockbuster <laughs> sensibility. Even Exactly. It literally starts it with that with too. It, it opens with an explosion, yeah. and it opens literally with the words "Die Hard with a Vengeance," and then the movie starts. Yeah. Like it, it, there's no credits or anything. They it's give you just, a little. They give you a lot of room tone, and then they go right into it. That's yeah. literally what they do. Everybody quiet. That's the beginning of the movie. We yeah. just shot it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, it, but it it feels uh, and it feels like they're trying to sort of recapture what is great about Die Hard in this movie. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of characters, right? Like we get these uh, different uh, people in the police department. We get uh, different people. Uh, you know, even uh, there's there's the woman, the the woman at the the whatever the police call the box, or the switchboard lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wanda. Uh, Wanda. Yes, yes. yeah. They give her a name. Worker. Yeah, hard worker. Hard worker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of hard workers in this yeah, movie. Yeah, it's about New York. Yeah. You know, if I had to say, New York is a character in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. don't you know, even start with that. they came together <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Fuck it that was shit. good, man. Uh, it, was that, it was that vibe. You got the vibe that it was like one hard worker in every group. Mm-hmm. They took, they did, they're in the highest position, mm-hmm. but because they work there. You know what I mean? Yeah. They yeah. work to get it. Except the captain. I mean, he probably worked to get there, but nobody listens to that dude. <laughs> nobody has Come time on, for man. what Does the mustache help? Does the mustache uh, hurt? Yeah. Honest, his face looked horrible. <laughs> like, he is very hard to look at as a captain. I think it was the middle part that was killing him. He had, he had the hard middle part the whole time. Yeah, it was that's aggressive. true. Yeah, and it's, it's like perched on the the top top. Yeah, oh, it's like yeah. a little little beaker. Every thing, time, like <laughs> beaker just all in shape. He yeah. was like an uncool kid. Like yeah. when I looked at him, I knew. I was like, you got your apples and all sorts of shit stolen from you. But he looked like uh, what's the guy who played Walter Peck? What's his name? He looked like if he was like oh, I, pretty I was far just into about that. Uh, uh, yeah, he's also in the first Die Hard. Yes, uh, exactly. Uh, William um, Atherton. William Atherton. Yeah. He's like Atherton if he was like, mm-hmm. you know, in the rib counting stages of AIDS. Yeah. yeah y'all motherfuckers are great with these names. I can't remember the name of nobody half the time. <laughs> I'm just doing the best I can with the That's names. That's all right. Do I what you got to do. People play, show me some pictures. I'm like, oh, he's in that fucking movie. That's what he's in. 
<laughs> but that's that's actually all that you'll say though. Like he's yeah, that guy from that, that fucking movie. movie. Yeah, shit, no movie title, just that fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, I did think one fundamental difference from the first Die Hard and like then seeing this Die Hard is that the formal elements you guys are talking about, the visual stuff mm-hmm. is there and it's consistent. But and and we sort of talked about this a little bit when we were watching it. Is is there's not that that really, really strong story of McLean's attachment to his wife. Because mm-hmm. that, that's really what it is. It's, re- it's really that story that happens to be set in this action-packed environment. Mm-hmm. And this kind of loses that. Like, the, this, the character with the emotional arc is Sam Jackson's character, and he's mm-hmm. the one who changes and grows. But yeah. uh, it's, it's different. I think that's, like, a, like a fundamental difference with, oh, with this one. Yeah. Well, and... I mean, and that that goes back to what I said. This was a summer movie. This this was the blockbuster. Right, right. Just how many set pieces can we string together? But what makes it so cheap is that they do try to put his his wife in it in in off screen on the phone performance. Yeah, we never yeah. hear her voice, so she's just kind of like peppered in as a like grasping at those diehard straws that they uh, ever just so put her in there. I actually kind of thought that was pretty funny. Like I yeah, thought, like throughout, was, yeah, that was yeah, hilarious, yeah. man. Yeah. It was my wife. He, that's how you know he's a human being. The dude, he's he's iron for everything else. I'll throw a car at you. I'll do whatever the fuck it takes. I'll jump off a bridge to save these people. But my wife has my heart, and I'll go home with her. And I bet if it was flip-flopped, Holly would be doing the same shit. Because she's... she's Bonnie Bedelia is a badass bitch. There's a name for you. Bonnie Bedelia. (laughs) Love love that woman. But she's like... She's a McLean, too. She's hardcore. That was dope. It was weird. That was a one. We did something silently off air, and it would always create that weird like. Thank you. you know, everybody's back involved. Everybody's back involved. Passing around Wi-Fi passwords. That's <laughs> yeah, right. dude, yeah, that's uh, what you gotta Wi-Fi do. Pass- I was trying to do the Periscope, and I was like, "Oh, my phone's moving goofy." No, no, no. Yeah, let's do it on that Wi-Fi. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we've ever been Periscoped before. This is gonna be great. Uh, listen, I still don't man. fully understand this. It just broadcasts it live somewhere. Yeah, so people can just watch this. People live can just watch what, what we're doing. Right they want to do that. It's I also location based, so okay. that you can see like how many streams are going in Philadelphia, and you can like look through. And it's usually just somebody like staring at their camera, like somebody say something to me, and then I yeah, type yeah, weird yeah. stuff to them, and then they're. It's just funny to see people react in real time to mm. anything that you say to them. Oh, I'm just gonna. Does anyone has anyone cracked this one yet? Do you just jack off into it? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you can't. Has anyone they, done that before? They, <laughs> Uh, I, I think it's been tried. I don't think it's been succeeded. Uh, they'll start coming in now. I told them on Twitter that I was going to be doing this. You, you don't want to focus. The thing is, I realize with this, this is how I do it. Everybody who comes in here, they know me. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, I'm Periscope. I'm doing a podcast called I Love to Movie Movie. Oh, so close. <laughs> I love to movie. I Nope. It's We don't love to movie movie. We like to movie movie. Y'all like Remember it? Remember the song? I like to movie I, I, movie. I, I yeah. have to say love on that. Hey, uh, oh, look up? at that. They all hit me up. What up, man? What up? Yeah, I think so. I was People are texting. Yeah. This is what I do. Yeah, this is what it is. They they, they say something. I, who are I'm these sorry. idiots? <laughs> these are, people, these are my, the people who enjoy watching me. Chris, your thoughts. Dude, I, I, what I usually do is I I talk to them yeah. while I read everything they're saying real fast, and I answer hey now each from question. Tampa Bay, hi Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay, hi Tampa Bay, hey what up Tampa Bay? This yeah, is, I'm, this I'm, is great radio. Who, Can I yeah, this, this, is, uh, this is wild. So <laughs> this, is, this is yeah, I'm in I'm in I'm in Philly, and I'm doing a. <laughs> 
I like to movie it's movie. I like to movie movie. It's yes. a movie podcast. Yes, it is. Uh, uh, we, and tell them what's going on. I'm okay, so we're, we are, we're here with Chris Cotton. We are reviewing Die Hard with a Vengeance. Uh, we're going to spend about an hour talking about Die Hard with a Vengeance, mm-hmm. why Chris loves it, why we love it, why I think it's a great movie movie. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're all Philadelphia-based comedians just trying to have fun talking about movies. Yeah, and I, and I busted and I ruined it with... Uh, <laughs> with this fucking with, Periscope yeah, shit. Now they trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just so scatterbrained. I'm ADD. They know this. Uh, so look, y'all. We're going to get some podcasts and then uh, do what y'all got to do. I got to check out already because this got to get real fast. No, no. All right. this is, I love doing it. I love doing these. Uh, you, you created a monster. I'm going to jack gonna, off into this thing. Don't jack time. off into it. I'm going to jack off into it. Don't make them tell it. you. They'll tell you. Don't jack off into it. Should he jack off into it? I'm going to jack off. What? <laughs> I'm going to jack off I all like over to, your screens, I like America. To movie, movie. There you go. I like to movie movie. What kind of... You no, know, they said I like to movie movie. What kind of cheese dick name is that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Act casual, you fucking idiot. <laughs> you can't take it personal. No, I am going to take it personal. Has he not heard the song? I, I mean, like to I move like it, to move, move it. Move, move, yeah, what kind of life are you living? I really I'm hope good. I really hope that there's somebody who fast forwarded in the podcast <laughs> and stopped it and all I could hear was just Dan like, I'm gonna jack off into your face and like, you know what? I don't think I, this podcast is not for me. This podcast I'm is calling not you for out me. at casual. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. no, you tonight. I'm, I'm not doing a promo. All right, man. No, that's funny. But look, <laughs> y'all, I'm, g- I'm getting out of here. Thank y'all. Uh, watch replays, likes. It got aggressive and I, they still give up the hearts, which is a good thing. All right, I'll talk to y'all later. There are literal hearts flooding the screen. That's crazy. What is likes? I mean, you getting likes. People were liking that. Yeah, there was a lot of people responding. Yeah, Yeah, uh, and I had forty-three percent retention, which is great. (laughs) Very (laughs) good. It really is. It really is a high number. Usually, people check out after like ten seconds. So you're like, I I usually keep it for a while. That was only two minutes. And now, what? When do you normally do it? Do you do it when you're on Artie Lang's show? When do you normally do it? No, I just do it. I started doing it. Because they're too old. They don't understand any of this shit. Like, I, we try to explain already nine times on the show. He's like, I just don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. They're just watching you talk. I'm like, yeah, fucking people are crazy. Dude. That's so insane. So It's funny as hell. But I'm sorry. Podcasts let's go back are to, dated. Let's yeah. go back to the fucking... Let's just derail well, you know, everything. To jump no, that's okay. What I think is really funny about the Die Hard series as a whole <laughs> is that they do work on writing excuses to make these things happen to them. Oh, yeah. Oh, in terms of the first one, okay, it's the first one. You don't need an excuse. It just yeah, happened. It happened. Mm-hmm. You know, the second one, we can chalk that up to the coincidence. You know, he oh, just happens to LA. be in the airport. Hey, it's just that kind of thing. Yeah. The third one, though, it, the coincidence wouldn't work again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... This time, there's a reason that he's brought into it. It's because it's a vengeance it's because story. Gruber wants yeah. him. Yeah. And then the uh, the fourth one, because of all his hijinks, he's just a beat cop. Yep. And while he's transporting a kid, <laughs> a uh, a uh, you know a crime finds him, and yeah. so there's nothing. To... And then the fifth one, he just shows up at the movie yep. and inserts himself into the action. Yep. <laughs> this is how like, you do it oh, right. There's cars chasing each other, so he just follows the chase scene and yep. laments that he should be on vacation. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Fucking Russia! I don't know what the you know now. The, what's funny is that movie that has that running joke about like, "Hey, I'm supposed to be on vacation." Like yeah, that's yeah. why he says it like a hundred times. He was the there to one. witness his son's trial yeah. in a Russian court. But he keeps saying yeah, he's supposed funny. to be on vacation. But now that I've now that I've just watched this movie, all they're doing is replacing the <laughs> "I'm hungover" yeah, yeah, yeah. with yeah. "I'm supposed to be on vacation." But the hungover <laughs> works because it does. It makes every task that he has to do in Die Hard with a Vengeance that much more tasking. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. just uh, and and he's and Bruce Willis is. 
is a pretty like shiny, sweaty man. <laughs> and the fact that they cover him with so much blood that he has to breathe with his mouth open, yeah. like hungover, is a good look for yeah. the action hero uh, that is John McClane as as we now understand like, him. And that's why you love Bruce Willis. He took the time as an actor to tuck his bottom lip in because he would know. Because <laughs> you you know something that this is what your generation lacks. And I will say this: your new young generation. This is what y'all lack. He was a guy who at some point in his life had his nose busted and been in a lot of fights, <laughs> right? So his face is just battered. And, you, and when he did that, it was because of knowledge. Not, it wasn't because <laughs> some acting teacher was like, no, give me something on the lip. He was like, oh, oh that's automatic. You get that blood. Because I've, I've, I've been punched in the face. Never had a bloody nose. Had, but you tuck your lip anyway. You don't want the, anything getting in there. Yeah, it's yeah. Just too sensitive. <laughs> Fuck it. I, I don't safe, even know. I live a safe, safe life. I Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. That's the thing. These actors back then, they lived real lives. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually curious yeah. as to what the age difference is here. Oh, are God. we going to get weird about saying ages on no, the No, I don't care. All right. Megan, I'm not that old, though. Yeah, 20. 20. And you are? 28. Motherfuckers, you're talking about... Oh. But I still... I, it's deceit. Mm-hmm. It's... That no, eight I, I years is a huge fucking See, I gap. absolutely get yeah. it. It's a huge I've never gap. been punched in the face, but boy, does Twitter get angry. <laughs> oh, man. Twitter is Twitter brutal. Guy, you just mm. turn it off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, fuck uh, it, man. Oh, that shit's crazy. That's well, actually that's, one of the things that I thought that was funny about this movie is uh, reflecting. There are a lot of, and I'm sure we'll get into this later, we talked about a lot of things that end up being very, very relevant watching this two, mm-hmm. two decades later. Oh, yeah. But there are some incidentally hilarious things uh, and major plot points that happen because... They're like they spend almost fifteen or twenty minutes of the movie trying to figure out who was the twenty-first president of the United States. <laughs> yeah. Something that'll be solved by an immediate Google now. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, or I mean, there's a, there's a fantastic line where uh, I believe Bruce Willis says the exact words: uh, "Goddamn cellular telephone." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing because he amazing. was going over a bridge. Yep. Yep. Cut out on him. Cut out on him. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Can't, can't get oh, off the they ground. Were, they were like things. a new thing then. Yeah, yeah. Well, horrible. actually, I believe the bomb guy was just like, "You don't even need to be there to detonate the bomb. You could, you could." They actually Charles? they actually uh threaten a guy and steal a car because it has a nicer car oh, phone. A car phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which is like you need car battery power to, to power the, those demon 90, wizard. That machines. was nineteen ninety five. Yeah. He saw he Only solved a mystery. He solved a mystery because people had a certain number of, of quarters. Oh, wait, no. I guess that was to cross the bridge. I was thinking it was to make a, Whoa, like a no, collect but call. Uh, well, but there, there are a lot of references to that, too, yeah. like mm-hmm. needing coins to make calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's references to payphones existing in any sort of form at all. <laughs> yeah, it was, true. They had like, to go to a payphone the, every time. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, every single time they. Yeah, now you just get a phone. call on your cell phone. There's there's everybody a, said go a, to a payphone. I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck yeah. where you're trying <laughs> yeah, to, be to yeah. run to. <laughs> some of the some of the most shocking set pieces were, of course, like the train sliding through the station and that was all that incredible. stuff. And yeah, a lot of yeah. a lot of underground explosions. The opening scene, uh, but one of the most shocking set pieces to me was just uh, the fact that payphones were on screen. I was, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> and you know what? We all knew uh, straight up front that Grace Papaya. Is talking French friends. <laughs> <laughs> At the very opening, they're, they're, they're on, point. I forget what street they're supposed to be on. There's one to be on 110th. 110th. It's definitely 72nd. <laughs> Well, there it's you definitely go. Seventy seconds. And there's a Gray's papaya dog, and they have a big, like you know, blue banana stand looking painted yep. sign that just says, "We're talk, we're talking French fries." <laughs> we're talk- and everybody's like. The little baby one. Oh my! They're talking French fries. They took a French fries in there. They are talking French fries. <laughs> we're, we're talking French fries. How did? How did? Like, 
Grace Papaya Dog? What are we talking here? Yo, Dan, can you... We're talking French fries. Dan, you got to call the house. You got to call the house and ask you what I'm talking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Y'all stop playing in that water up there. All right. Hello? Yeah, I'm sorry. Did I catch you at a bad time? Nah. What's going on? Yeah, well, what are we talking about? We talking French fries. That's oh, shit. Talking. We <laughs> should hit up a Grace Papaya Dog. <laughs> Grace of on 110th Street. <laughs> that is the worst, dude. That was a real slogan somebody pitched. <laughs> we're talking French fries. fries right now. More than anything. It's working. It's working. You know why? Because we're talking French fries. <laughs> talking French. I wasn't Such thinking French slogan. fries. It's, you talking it's French the best slogan. It's the new way. Because you look at it and you go, oh, are we talking French fries? <laughs> well, now we are. Let's we're go talking. get some French fries. This is, this, French is fries. this podcast personal where the beef. That's what that is. This personal <laughs> podcast moment. This is our where's the beef. We're talking French fries. We're, we're talking, talking French, French fries. fries. <laughs> I don't like the this, like. If you want to, you could do whatever you want. Up uh, tell guy, hmm, we're talking French fries. <laughs> you got you got fucking loose casual guy. Hey, we're talking French fries. <laughs> Blue collar worker. We're talking French fries. You know what I mean? Like, like whatever you want with that statement. I think I think Allen Iverson would have been a great dude to endorse <laughs> that place. We're talking French fries? <laughs> fries. Man, we're talking about French fries. <laughs> that would be their slogan. Would just their, their commercial would be two people next to each other and be like, we're talking French fries? <laughs> we're talking French fries. <laughs> Boom. Grace Papaya Dog. <laughs> On the corner fries. of 72nd and, uh, <laughs> and, and Broadway. And Broadway. <laughs> So, the, well, the set, the set pieces that they have, the one thing that I think is so remarkable is I, I saw on TV recently, they were talking about, I think the show's called Las Vegas. Uh, Las Vegas, yeah, or yeah, just yeah. Vegas, I don't know. It's, uh, but they were showing the set, and Vegas is a, is a pretty recognizable place, mm-hmm. and there's all these scenes that they're showing, and almost 100% of it was green screened. Oh, wow. Terrible, just, man. And it's just green screen and green structures mm-hmm. that they put structures over. And it looks good, you know. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't tell from at least in the quality that that Vegas was being presented. That happens all the time now. Yeah. Who needs a set when you can just type one in? You know, it, to yeah. your it hack, feels, you can hack it feels one in. like nothing. You don't. Feel, this was while, shot in New York. Yeah. After oh yeah, you, you don't yeah. feel it. And and this felt real. And I think that's something that's so cool about this movie is that you get a, a sense that you're in New York. Oh yeah. This is the first time that we see New York cop John McClane in New York. In New York, so yeah, kind of yeah. at home. So you almost believe it when he, he can Detroit, ramp his way through Central Park. What was the first one? He was a New York cop in L.A. Yeah, the, first the second one. one, he was just at yeah, an airport. Yeah, New York cop. yeah, yeah, yeah I don't even know what airport. And yeah. so yeah. now he's, he's in... Because he, he the whole home. reason he, he broke up with his wife is because she had a, a big promotion yeah. that brought her to the Nakatomi building yeah. in, in L.A. So he wanted to stay to his New York roots. So yeah. now, now we can presume he's back there and he's getting drunk every night, <laughs> <laughs> and then terrorists are looking for him. Yeah, and he's and he's hungover. <laughs> but uh, no, but uh, th- it's real. It's it's really New York. Oh yeah. And yeah. when he rockets through Central Park in a, you know, nowadays we would have just called an Uber, right? Now. And, uh, no, he rockets well, through Central Park, and the excuse yeah. is he knows Central Park. He's a New Yorker. He knows yeah. where all the ramps are. And yeah. part of the thing knows where all the ramps are. Yeah, yeah. Stunt coordinator right over there. Go fucking to the stunt coordinator. <laughs> well, that's part of the thrill of it, though, right? It's like we know he's actually in Central Park driving a fucking yeah, cab around. That's what makes it so exciting. Yeah. It. Now it would it. just be a golf course with trees and right. people it, at it. it. To, the, to the point where the two of them, him and Samuel L. Jackson, are literally just kind of like laughing and smiling as oh, they're yeah. driving through they're the same. park because they're enjoying the same joy that we are. Yeah. You know, so what's ruining all this is just the greed and the fucking unions there's so many film different unions they can't, it's so much harder to film those scenes mm-hmm. now. like when we were watching the part about we're talking fries <laughs> we, i was saying that there's you mean so many logos behind oh, yeah. that mm-hmm. and like now you would they would have to blur out 
All mm-hmm. of them except for the one that paid the fucking money. Oh, yeah. And it would just take away from the background. And so mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able to see mm-hmm. what the foreground. You won't be able to see what's really going on, what city they really are in. You know what I mean? That's why back in the day, if you w- wanted to be in Chicago, you had to find a really nice place in Montreal mm-hmm. or you had to find Chicago. You know what I mean? If you wanted to be certain places, you had to find something extremely similar or be there. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they showed the background. Now you can digitally edit out so much shit. Yep. That it's you take away, yeah, you, yeah, you take away the city. That's a very cheap way to do it. You take it away the city. It used to be so expensive to do computer oh. stuff. Now it's anyone can do it. You know? Yeah, yeah it, it, we it, do it passively enough. All you, and, and all you did was create a situation where it's like now I don't have to deal with so many unions yep. uh, mm-hmm. for stunts and all this. So I don't got to deal with so many things. I can just have employed as one dude who can go in there with his glasses on. No offense, <laughs> and, <laughs> and does his job. I like that you found a way to take the the third Die Hard movie and turn it into your platform about unions and how you want, you don't want unions. You, you already did this to I Man of Steel. I, I did. Oh yeah, I fucking hate it. Yeah, and it's weird because these fucking old these newer movies. And that's what I was saying. And, yeah. the, and I, I basically hit it from the other angle. I was like, the set, the, fa- the fucked up part is they couldn't even. Film that I said they couldn't film that for yeah. real because of how many units they were gonna have to use. Yeah, yep. it's sad. Like they never can fucking do anything. I believe your joke was that Superman would be the only one able to fix the damage. Oh but yeah, the, but the unions wouldn't let him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they, make... want, they need to have their hours. <laughs> you kept saying you, you're a real joke. I wrote. Too. Oh, that's I, a great I, joke. Like, I think about it every time <laughs> yeah. I watch Man of Steel. <laughs> you're like, you don't need cranes if you got a Superman, but the unions there are going like, nah, 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 that's crane work. That's that's crane work. <laughs> that's, that's Superman. That, that's a super guy. Has have a certificate? He can fix it. If he has a certificate, then we, he can get up there and do everybody's job from the crane. But once he gets out that crane and he want to pull cement, he got to talk to the cement guy. Now, now, the thing is, you can breeze through a lot of things. I get it. You're super fast. But these certificates take classes, weeks. Everybody's not super like you all. So we got to take our time and we got to work our way up. So, uh, right. Superman, do you have, do you have a permit for your ice breath? <laughs> oh, he's bringing an ice breath. <laughs> now we can't work in those conditions. I know you're doing all the work, but you gotta act like we're all because we're getting paid for this time. So we gotta act as if we all were doing the work. <laughs> so I can't work in icy conditions. That's a slipping hazard. You can fly, but we can't do that. That's a slipping hazard. I think that's the that's the legal terminology for it. It's a slipping hazard. I mean, Ocho will be all over you us. You get along with my dad. He rants and raves about the unions at his work all the no, time. I have no idea why I took... I was in a union with UPS. Not even an aggressive <laughs> union. Well, they were pretty aggressive. But uh, not even a fucking huge one. Just, like, steal and no shit like that. But it's just... I just see the laziness that... that like as soon as I got in the union, I became a different person. I oh, seen yeah, it. Yeah. I, I like I looked in the mirror. I was like, "Oh, you're not a company man anymore." That's what happened. <laughs> the, the day you get it, you laugh, you pay your last union due. Your face gets all different. Like, I am a man now. I can <laughs> hang out. I'm going to the lunchroom and I'm packing a lunch. I'm not buying some <laughs> shit from the Seven Eleven. I'm dead serious. After I got in the union, I I remember starting to pack a lunch. After I got in the look, I was like, "Look, I can't be doing all this shit, babe. This costing <laughs> me money. I'd be hungry." You go to pack a lunch. <laughs> I got a locker that was my locker. Don't ever get a locker. If you have a job with a legit locker, unless you're working at Google, you will be sad. All right? Because when you see people open up their locker, you just see them as pictures. It's like, ugh, 
I gotta work because these people need me, but I'm always here. <laughs> it's the same as a cubicle. So it's not. Yeah, it's just that, sad. Yeah, the only thing hanging don't, in my don't cubicle hang up is fucking posters for our show. Yep, me too. Yeah. So that's I'm like this is don't. why you do this. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is it. That's You're a just trying motivation. to build greatness. It is. You're trying to build so you can get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I have a little bobblehead Spider-Man had, on, my, on my monitor. I had like work shit. Yeah. I had like like some fun. I had a lot of fun shit. A lot of shit to keep me motivated so I can write shit when I was at UPS. Mm, I used mm. to write, because I had a lot, I would be in there, I would just fucking get off work, write, I, or I was, that's all I would do is write shit. I mean, but I'm sorry, this got so, di- so Die Hard 3. <laughs> Dude, let's get, the, the, I am a derailer. Y'all gotta wrangle me in. I don't speaking, mind. Speaking of unions, I mean, I think a lot of unions came together to produce this wonderful film that we're speaking of, uh, Die Hard of Vengeance. <laughs> I, I, I actually, I thought on the note of certificates, uh, how we sort of noticed <laughs> That, uh, that John had no problem uh, spinning a huge, huge dump truck around <laughs> underground. <laughs> it was a Mack full truck. 180. Yeah, <laughs> Mack truck. No problem yeah. at all. Well, I mean, did you see the face he made though? I mean, it was. He I think that's the key. It's we, true. He was ready. Anytime yeah. he, he pulls a car move, they do a close up of mugs. his face, just like. <laughs> it's like oh, he's, yeah. he's trying. He's so dealing with those jeans. Better now. Yeah. Well, we, got, we got a real good laugh though because then just five minutes later in the movie, they're in a different vehicle. Yep. Uh, uh, he's with Samuel. Jackson that, uh, that needs to pull the same move, same exact high speed, move. like 360. <laughs> yep. And they make the point, like while they're driving and being shot at, like, hey, reach yeah. under the steering wheel and pull the anti lock brake system. Like, and it was a back and forth, but like at least three lines dedicated to that, so it was clear. I guess because I didn't want anybody calling bullshit. I'm like, well, that's not possible. Yeah. And five minutes before that, they spun a, <laughs> a truck whole around. Mack truck. <laughs> well, hold on. Let's let's ask a question. Can you Google and find out if Mack trucks have an anti-lock brake? Do they have anti-lock brakes? <laughs> we <laughs> have to ask I the certainly question. can. We have to ask the question now. Does now, does John McClane have a CDL? That's my real question. That's my <laughs> hold on, hold on. Now we're putting the cart before the egg. In the <laughs> egg. Uh, whatever the fuck they say. But listen, I don't like your I don't like your allegation against this movie. Right now. All right. All right. It, it, well, there, there's an interesting thing to note about the script here is that there are a lot of characters that that exist, and I I, I hate calling them expository characters because that's just becoming a, mm-hmm. a term that we right. shovel on everything. But there's so many. I, I feel like there's band aid characters. And it's things like that where something needs to be explained. Like, like uh, for example, when um, when uh, Simon couldn't remember his name, Simon was uh, giving his plan. It was always filled with like, but then you can't do this to escape because I've already thought of this, and you yeah. can't do this because. And it was as if they had a test audience somewhere that was like, these are all the holes in his plan, and they were like, mm-hmm. right, right over it, <laughs> right over it. Can we get Go a ahead. speech in there? And and you know, and this is a script that, as we said, was was rewritten, so. There is probably some of that. Yeah. At the same time, I find that kind of stuff super enjoyable. Mm-hmm. In, in, in here <laughs> I, I love it. The world it. that they live in is just people servicing this, not story, but just this plot. Yes. And yeah. it's just all of these people just leaning in like, this is my part in the machine. See you later. <laughs> yeah. So it, I think that's fun. That's what you like about heist movies so yeah, much. Yeah, that's that I love it. Yes, Everybody becomes a machine. Part. Everybody's got a part. Although his plan was garbage. <laughs> I mean, that is a garbage plan. I, I got some Mack truck facts here. Uh, I don't. Here's the thing: what I wish I could Google, but and I tried, and it, it doesn't get this specific. Is did 1995 Mack trucks have anti lock brakes? Because what it's looking like is now they're all required to have anti lock brakes like all over them, right? Uh-huh. But that wasn't always the case, so. and sometimes only the trailer had anti lock brakes and not the actual truck. Okay, Sometimes only the truck the had the anti-lock brakes, too much gold. and only yeah. the well, yeah. What if you throw too much gold into it? Then how does it act? You just out <laughs> your own anti-lock brakes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Because yeah. yeah, even if you had anti-lock brakes, if you had enough gold in the back of that thing, uh, what are they? Are they stopping anything? Yeah. 
I don't know. Did he have gold in that one though? That was well, it, it was metal, true. but either way, the metal was heavy. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that's they, true. That's weight, fair. Yeah. Commemorate what they did was they weighed them, and yes. they, everybody knew the weights. Yeah. So they, that's how he had to keep the kind of sh- the charade going. They do. It is funny how much they bend over backwards in this movie to like explain Back-check. his like his criminal plan. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's and a sh- really shitty plan. Yeah, be- and at it's the end shitty, of it, I still couldn't fully explain it to you. His heist <laughs> was All good. Is, is the, the heist is yeah. the heist was a ruse, yeah. right? To I'm oh, sorry, not the heist. The terrorist attacks were a ruse to do the heist. To pull off a heist. Then the heist was a further ruse that he could just run away with all the money himself yes. yep. and burn everyone who worked under him. And that, yes. that's and that was that was the shitty plot twist that I hated. Well, the the whole thing is is just a shitty plan. Like any any small little thing could butterfly. You know. Sets off a, a chain of events. But what what do they call that effect? Butterfly. With the butterflies. <laughs> What's that again? Uh, no, it's, it's called a sound of thunder. Yeah, I like that. I, I dig that reference. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and give me some points for that. I'm into some Bradbury. Ashton Kutcher. Um, I just wanted the points. Oh yeah, I gotta say, <laughs> I loved Butterfly Effect. I thought that that was the movie where I was like, oh, this kid can fucking act. He's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, good. Ethan Suplee. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, What's his name from uh, Daredevil? Murphy. The kid from Daredevil's in it. Ethan Suplee. No, no, the uh, the his buddy, Daredevil's buddy. I forget his name. Oh, that guy's in it. Fulton from the Mighty Ducks. Fulton from the Fulton Reed. Yeah, yeah, that's that's his name. I don't know that guy's name. Foggy Nelson, Fulton Reed. Foggy Nelson. I was yeah. like, is it Lucky Nielsen? <laughs> <laughs> Lucky Lego. I was also I was also going to say on the note of his plan being poor. Uh, when it does get to the end, the villain Simon has has this line about uh, you know. A week ago, we were an army without a country. Tomorrow, we decide what country to buy. Really, really poor plan. Feels like yeah, a really yeah. poor. I don't know what country is going to be like. You could give us how much the money? The whole world is populated by supervillains. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they would all just be like, "You have gold. Yeah. Bring me gold and diamonds." And yeah. then he would just buy a, a landmass. Like if he had taken some of that, yeah. he could have laundered some of that. But he took all of the reserve gold from every country. I assume that like backs their currency. So he, I mean, did he have all of the money? I don't know if that was the currency backing gold because they they said that they just worked like trades between countries. Oh, oh, oh. still a significant sum of money. Yeah. It's like most of the money. I would yeah. take so that one have... brick and really have a good couple years. Yeah, and so yeah. it's uh, I, uh, what I think he did is melted it down, waited for the cash to gold services or gold to cash or I forget which <laughs> cash, for gold, cash for cash gold, cash for yeah, gold. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a reverse jewelry store, and uh, but you would do that. He would melt it down into like trinket jewelry and then sell it piecemeal and just have a steady income over the years. It's a, it's a long con. Yeah. But, I mean, this is a Gruber we're talking oh, about I mean, here. This, come this, on, this, man. That yeah. con is too long. His, I didn't make he, it. He, I didn't high make level it. con. It's though. better than his con of it's, just being like, I have gold. Give yeah, me things. I, mean, he he I would take gold. Why wouldn't they take gold? So, so <laughs> he, he planned a citywide heist and many, like several terrorist attacks mm-hmm. uh, so that he could live a life as a jeweler. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was his big plan. Things aren't easy for Germans oh. in America. German so you say you're a rapper? Time. <laughs> <laughs> you I want mean, bling bling? Th- there's a lot of social issues at hand in this movie. The most important being the plight of the megomaniacal mega German immigrant. Yeah. We all yeah. know this. It's true. It's true. There are, there, I mean, that is actually an interesting thing that this movie is doing. Is uh, you know trying? It, it is talking about race in some way in in its own way, weird way. little way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like actually, I, think I it's love actually just that talking co- about racial tension yeah yeah i yeah. love that conversation he has with the are they actually his nephews or do they just call him uncle you think 
Oh, no, that's his, that's I don't actual, think it matters. Yeah, that's his actual nephew. Those are his actual yeah, nephews, yeah. right? Uh, that conversation he has with them in the beginning is fucking great. I love that. It, yeah. uh, that feels like it's... I was saying it feels like it's straight out of uh, Do the Right Thing. Yeah. It, it, it feels like that's just like what... And the one little kid is straight out of... Straight out of straight Compton. Out of Compton. <laughs> yeah. In theaters yeah. now. Uh, yeah, it, uh, and then, you know, the, it also... I mean... I'm curious about this. The whole idea is that it's uh, this reverse racism thing, right? Like, McLean mm. feels like... Uh, uh, he's hanging out with a bigot. Yeah, that he's hanging out with a guy that's racist he's against the him. Bunker. Right, yeah, yeah. Fly, yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know. I'm curious about that. I don't know, like... Does anybody think that Samuel L. Jackson's character is actually racist? Or Oh, yeah, it, he's yeah. hands down. He's yeah. the old school Brooklyn. Yeah. Like, thing is, it's one of those things where you got to remember... You're now, that's where the, the generation gap widens even for you. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, it, but it's a bigger gap. Even me, I'm distant from mm-hmm. it, though. It's one of these where in, in like certain parts, like Brooklyn, mm-hmm. uh, South Philly, you know, like the oppression level was way higher. Oh, yeah. And he's one of the people who just came out of that oppression level. Mm-hmm. So he's at this, in this new generation, which it would be like almost equivalent to like your grandparents and in, in like now trying to assimilate into this culture. It's like, I don't. Oh, my, my grandmother is is a hardcore racist. Oh, so yeah, so hardcore. She's, so she decided oh, yeah. I'm good. I'm right. <laughs> yeah. where I'm at. Yep. See, so. <laughs> I, I actually felt like Samuel L. Jackson was was less racist and more weary of white people. Yeah, you know what I mean, he was more. Nah, like, it was racist, man. You, like, you like, racist? <laughs> <laughs> like I hear you, but it, it was it's to it was to an extent where it's like he. He don't blame them for anything because he doesn't give them any power. Right. You know, he was like, right. I don't because you already been taking power. So it's like it's like one of the people when you hear racists talk almost with, to the point where they say, well, uh, they're taking all the jobs. It's like, well, we don't really have all the jobs, but I hear you just complaining. It's one mm-hmm. of these like just don't complain about it like that. It's kind of it's slight racism. It's not a, it's not to the point. I don't where think you it's harmful racism, yeah, it's but harmful, it's certainly but, a judgment being made on someone based yeah, on their race. It's like grandma, grandpa level exactly. racism. Sh- I mean, he straight like, up doesn't trust him right racism. off the bat because, yeah. well, I mean, because he's wearing a sign. That's, the, the, uh, he's wearing a sign uh, when yeah, he first meets him. That's kind of why he doesn't trust him. But we can feel safe calling it racism. We can also feel safe in saying it's pretty justified. You know, if we consider where he's at. You know, and we see that illustrated later in the movie too. Like I think the most. Uh, like aggressive, or or rather, like the most uh, sharp commentary on racism comes from uh, the numerous times that John gets to do stuff. He looks homeless. He looked the entire movie, mm-hmm. whether he's wearing his badge mm-hmm. or not, which mm-hmm. is usually under his shirt, which is buttoned. He looks terrible. He can jump around over subway turnstiles and wherever he wants and push people out of the way and steal cars and do everything, and he doesn't get any shit for it. But the second that like Sam Jackson jumps over a turnstile, a mm. cop goes right after him. That's oh, yeah. an interesting yeah. thing. And holds him at gunpoint immediately. And, yeah. and you know what I love about this is why I also love this movie. It's one of the things where John was a very realist. He was a very realist totally. blue collar dude mm-hmm. who, like I said, that's why I said I love him because he he has that feel that he's been punched in the face. He had he feels like a guy who at one point in his life was like, Look, man, y'all can say and this is this is standing up for rights big time during those times. Like y'all can say whatever y'all want. And I'm gonna leave while y'all talk about this. Come on, it's, it's a bit much, but all right, whatever. I didn't grow up like that. I have a father who gave a f- like. You could tell he's a loner because mm-hmm. he's made a lot of decisions in the force to just stop being around people because they were so dirty. Mm-hmm. It was I like, mean, he's three like one movies of those deep. Who ca- could blame him? Yeah. for wanting to avoid all people. And he's like, he's like, I can't trust anybody. Everybody's dirty. Everybody's gonna turn on you. And he's like, he's like, I'm literally just want to wholeheartedly 
trust people. Mm-hmm. And in this, in this moment, he was like, look, man, I'm giving a chance to this guy to realize I... And Bruce Willis in real life, very pro-black, too, which is, yeah, very, yeah, yeah. Which is very... But he probably did this because he's seen the racial tension. Mm-hmm. This is 95. Racial yeah. tension was very high. high. Yeah. Re- they needed this. And, and Sam Jackson being the guy who's like, on his level, like, racial tension is very high in this movie. He's like, fuck you. I'm not going to trust you because... Similar to where we at now in, in time, it's like it's just the tension is high. Oh yeah, well here it's not even racial tension. What's going on now? It's more just cops and lower class. It's 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 a power it's, structure. It's just, uh, uh, yeah, it's just sad. Dude. Yeah. So it's this movie. That's what I said. Certain movies are just great. Mm-hmm. This and the other Back to the Future. Well, that's that's <laughs> needless to say. Because it covered three. Three different generations. Mm-hmm. Dude, three that different second one has five everything. different types of Biff. Dude, that's great. fucking incredible. It's great. All the Biffs. <laughs> it's great. Like, like they did, but the plot was exactly the same for all three of them. And it's like, this is so dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the movies are Actually, so the, different. The problem in the second one is they have to go back to the first one. Yeah. yeah. Love that you gotta shit. Fix shit. They got to fix Although, shit. Although, remember, the, the second one, though, <laughs> did have a weird cultural thing. Did you see when back he gets to the, to the alternate I 1985, yeah, yeah. because the casino, uh, Biff's uh, yes. casino yeah. is there. Uh, the neighbor, the neighborhood, which I still love, the name become Hill, rampant with crime. Hill yeah. Valley is now a lower socioeconomic yeah. area. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that's a great because, scene too. Because then when Marty because gets they in, moved in a casino, yeah. they realized they, the yeah. they, they realized yeah, you town. yeah you do make more money until that neighborhood runs out of money. Yeah, and yep. you know who ate all the money? You're like a fucking you, like a beacon. Yeah, the fucking it's yeah. It's just yeah. just taking every drain. He drained everybody, and everybody got addicted to gambling. Don't worry, he ended up in a pile of manure, which he specifically hates and, and seems cosmically manure. drawn to. No, <laughs> and then Mister Nakatomi bought that building, yeah. and then Die Hard happened inside yeah. of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's back to Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the first Die Hard that does not feature, and and uh, it's the first in. Starting a trend for the rest of them. Uh, Reginald Vell Johnson, not I back. Love Reginald. Small I cameo in the second one, mm. not at all ever Reginald again. Vell. I was really hoping in the fifth one when, uh. he, when McLean got to Russia, Reginald Vell Johnson would show up and he, you know, like, hey man, yeah, he'd be what like, you doing here? Yeah, they must have a Hawaiian they shirt on. Back down to <laughs> Russian beat. <laughs> 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 Why? Because I shot that fucking guy in cold blood in the first movie. Don't you remember? <laughs> hey, we supposed to be on vacation. <laughs> That's actually that's actually uh, an interesting note about uh, that we also sort of like noticed uh, in watching this, is that there are these and we didn't talk about the second instance that I saw this happen. Uh, this isn't super super violent most of the way through. Mm-hmm. There is death that's depicted. There are terrorist attacks that happen. It's shocking stuff to see. You don't really see death, but there there are a few instances of incredibly gory takedowns. Oh, yeah. He gets brain on his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He gets well. Yeah. So the elevator shootout. He gets brain on his face. Uh, when oh, the this, elevator shootout's wonderful. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is some wonderful stuff. Um, and then when the security guard gets stabbed four times, <laughs> slash, stabbed, whatever, and then slashed. also almost out of nowhere, <laughs> almost out of nowhere, yeah, yeah, slashed. <laughs> somebody gets chopped in half. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh that happened. <laughs> Oh, you talking about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he no, got no, no. chopped in half, but they got a gun out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> I was like, whoa. That, yeah. that movie that it was surprising. That was introduced. I was going to say that was some real ghost ship shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that well, we that that was one of those things that we learned how to do later. Was the you get cut in half, you don't realize you get cut in half, then you fall and then to you pieces. Fall oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was the precursor to that when people started to latch onto the idea of like. Ooh, ropes can cut people in half. Cables <laughs> can cut people in half. Yeah. You can whip someone in half with a thing. Yeah. Okay, okay, it, action. Let's do it. 
But in almost every instance of incredible violence like that happening, there's like no mention of it. People oh, just it like, just happens, yep. and the movie keeps going. Yeah, yeah. like I think it, they're like trying to get onto the boat. The weapon. And I, well, yeah, okay, those that makes are sense. violent fucking. Yeah, movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. they yeah. kill a lot and, yeah. and gleefully so, yeah. and then they laugh yeah. about uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's specific action My directions. Milo, you want to come over? <laughs> Rod, Rod, we just we just killed four hundred people, Rod. They don't look at Denise, though. You can come on over. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to quit smoking, Roger. Just listen. Oh, your daughter's in that commercial. Are you still tonight, suicidal? God no, damn no, it, no, no. mother. Rod, we're family. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I, I love it. I love how you can. Remember when his daughter was in the condom commercial? Yes. And they all went to watch together. He didn't know it was a condom commercial. He oh, just knew his baby was going to be on TV. I mean, it's I mean, gold. She, it was rigged. I mean, she looked good. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody looked at him like, don't say that. Don't say that right now. She looked great, oh, too. <laughs> That's such good shtick. Uh, <laughs> classic. Classic. Uh, let's talk about that. Actually, I think that Willis and, and Jackson have like a pretty great chemistry on screen together. They're like really fun yeah, to I watch think they together. Have good in this. timing, but I will say that a lot of it is just them screaming. At one oh yeah, yeah, they oh, are yeah. just shouting Which the whole time for its own thing. Yeah, but in New York, <laughs> yeah. where it differs from Lethal Weapon, I think in Lethal Weapon there's a little bit more actual dialogue to it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. As opposed to just really good timing and charisma at a high volume, which yeah. works. But that's and fits. but that's right. when you take the vibe of a, of the area, and that's and that's where you take more Absolutely. room to because Absolutely. that in, in L.A. the di- the way they were speaking, that was like they were like, oh, these guys are getting there, getting oh, they can really screaming at each other. <laughs> and, uh, but in New York, if you're going to scream, you have to scream. Yeah, like, like I'm a loud talker. I'm a loud talking Philadelphian, mm-hmm. but I'm still not louder than a really manhattan raised loud chick i'm just like blowing my fucking mind right now oh that it is what it is well also regular people that are having quality dialogue or not aren't usually right in front of a bomb that's about to explode so i do give you a pass for being really loud it does does absolutely work for the movie i just found it to be less uh just uh, obtusely funny yeah, than yeah, I find yeah. most Lethal Weapons because they're actually doing a shtick. Right. There's a, there's there's characters going yeah, the on horns, there. Them horns, Whereas man. this is just yeah, yeah. Sam Jackson's a real good intense screamer. Yep. Bruce Willis is a real good like I have a shitty attitude, and mm-hmm. that together blends into a wonderful entertainment yeah. shake. But yeah. it it just. It, it doesn't quite. It doesn't feel like it's it's written as funny. It feels like it's being performed as funnier than it's written. That, yes. You know what? Now that you're saying that, oh, that actually is a good argument for why if they do another Die Hard movie, it should be the Return of Zeus because these two dudes are too old to really do some of the crazy action stuff mm. anymore. Don't have them shouting at each other the whole time. They're seasoned actors now. Like let them oh, be yeah, more yeah. of a Riggs mm-hmm. and Murtaugh and and actually talk it out and have have a little more meaty dialogue so and have, fun. How about this? You have uh, Zeus. Uh, and, and, and what's his name? John McClain. John McClain. I don't I'm know. I'm, I'm horrible with names. I'm name. terrible, dude. Don't worry about it. He's, he's, he's that guy from that, 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 that fucking movie. He's that guy from that fucking movie. Zeus and McClain. Dude from the movie. They come together because he comes to like uh, some sort of family function. Uh-huh. Old school. You know, yeah. we come to a family function and he brings his son. Uh-huh. And Zeus got his his nephew who we went, of course, he went oh, to the military and all that goofy shit. And then they fucking... Go go the other way. McLean's daughter ends up getting impregnated by Zeus's daughter, and vice versa. McLean's son impregnates Zeus's daughter. However, the I, I 
totally swapped all those. So like, I, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> their kids all procreate, yeah. and so then it's just like it's like a cheaper by the dozen comedy. Oh, oh man, and oh, they're man. just the old men like, that sit in front of the peach oh, field. It's a rom com. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Your third favorite kind of movie. <laughs> I love rom coms. I was. I was. Do you know how close I was going to ask? I was like. Whoa. Oh, it's a rom com. <laughs> yeah. This sounds interesting. Soon as you said cheap by the dozen, I was like, I, I, no, but I like cheap by the dozen. I do too. This is so a family rom com, actually. Mm-hmm. So, so this would just be this would just be like two old men kind of taking a look at their families and how they've intertwined. Yes, and they uh, they sort of spend a lot of time with this really great dialogue. They uh, they sort of get to talking, right? Yeah. Man, man, I, I kind of wonder what they're talking. I feel like they're talking French fries. I feel like they're talking French fries, right? <laughs> No, the last line of the movie is he'd be like, you know, uh, I, I almost wanted to call him Riggs. <laughs> I know, we told a lot of Riggs. Yeah, Zeus, we had a good, uh, you know, we had a good run. You know, I mean, I, mean yeah. I don't know, man, look, man. What we talking? <laughs> I think we're talking French fries. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're talking French fries. Like, no, I know what a French fry deep fry feels like. <laughs> we talking French fry. <laughs> <laughs> Die Hard 8 will be them just like <laughs> they're old but they have so many medical bills from their action history <laughs> that they gotta go back to work so uh, lo and behold guess who's hiring Grace, Grace Pines uh, he's just like you know, so what I'm, can I get for you son he's like I think I want some french fries speak up what are you talking about <laughs> I'm talking about getting some french fries I'm talking french fries John Ding! One French fry. Jan, these boys what, are talking what are French you talking fries. About? <laughs> I'm talking French fries, <laughs> mo- <laughs> mo- <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I'm talking French fries, motherfucker. Two hours <laughs> conversation. Be like, it'd be like a terrible, impossible to understand my dinner with Andre. That's what I dream. That's what I dream. Oh, it'd be amazing if he oh, called funny. Fry Hard with a vengeance. <laughs> fry Hard. <laughs> with a vengeance. This was time, gunshots we ain't munches. talking. It's a little bit of both. <laughs> it, it was a gunshots with full mouth. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's the rock drop. Remember they used to, everything had that rock drop noise in it back in the day? It like Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> And Does before that New was, York. The sequel will be called Fry Harder. We still talk in French fries. <laughs> we still talk in French fries. You'll be like, wow, these fries are crispy. What would you guys do? Oh, we fried them. Harder. <laughs> <laughs> I see we all go. Oh, you guys still talk French fries. What are you guys talking about over there? <laughs> We're talking French fries. We still talk in French fries. We still talk in French fries. We always go. People who tune into our podcast to listen to well thought out movie talk. <laughs> Have all stopped listening to it. Oh, uh, dude! But they all went to get some French fries <laughs> at, <laughs> at, at Grace Papaya, which is still open. Uh, oh, oh, look at that! Oh, still, hey, yeah, I got yeah. a question though: Are they still talking French fries? Oh, uh, they're st- oh, they're still they, they never stopped talking. Still French talking fries. French fries after all these years. Uh, all right, one. I, I want to talk about the alternate ending. If yes, we can get I was going to say I want I want to hit the alternate ending before we close this out. So there is a uh, there is an alternate ending to the movie. Now the ending that we saw was one that was put on after the original one mm. didn't seem to fit. Didn't so test we watched. Well, I 
just assume, a, right? Well, okay. I, that's what I thought, but then watching it, it seems so seem underproduced. Like I don't yeah. think it was ever tested, yeah. at least in that in sense of a test audience. Yeah. But I'm sure somewhere along the line, someone was like, yeah, that's uh, icky. I don't like it. I think icky is the word for yes. it. It yeah. feels yeah. weird and uncomfortable. It's not fist with your toes, John McClane, but it's, it's also very, not punching jets. It's yeah. cold. and It's very cold. and it's, he's, He is sharp in it. Don't get me wrong. He's oh, yeah, sharp. Yeah. And he's very one-liner-ish, yeah. but he's well, very comes after the killer. Whole, he so, beat so let's, me. Yeah, yeah, let's just break like let's let's break it down. So it's McLean, and he's talking about you know. Well, I think before beaten. we do that, we should talk about the original ending. Oh yeah, as, I guess oh, it is, yeah, as yeah, is yeah, projected, yeah, yeah. where he he goes to call Holly. Yep. And sees a word on the bottom of a pill bottle, yeah. which gives him the idea to go to a specific hotel in Canada where he mm-hmm. thinks. Uh, Gruber is going to fly out of because yep. you fly helicopters out of hotels. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then he does, and they do. And McLean takes a helicopter, which kind of crashes there, and then shoots an electric cable to blow up the helicopter. Yep. Yeah. And then him and Zeus laugh about his wife while the bad guys burn in the background. Yep. Yeah. And presumably fuck, because that lady was kinky. <laughs> yeah. And she loved violence yeah, she and shit. Violence, yes, she did. Uh, yeah, and and we talk Very about how weird. that ending does seem tacked on, even in the way it's made. Mm-hmm. You look at the rest of this movie, you're talking about how it's just this great practical action cinematography, actually in New York mm-hmm. City. This feels like you like check out on the end. Of them. Yeah, you totally do, and you really? because you can tell the you movie can, felt you can, over already. Yeah, yeah That's and you and I was happy. For me. I, was, yeah. I was fine with the idea that he lost. Yeah. Because he survived, and that was right. the victory that, that Sam Jackson was even, talking about. Even with the even with the title, you can tell it was meant for him to win. Yeah, it was like that. How it was like Rocky Three. Everybody knows like he uh, fucking he loses this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, this what it is. He wins in Rocky. I'm sorry, Rocky Two, Rocky Two, Rocky One, Rocky, Rocky, Rocky One, Rocky One, Rocky One. I'm sorry, but like, he lost. But spoilers, yeah, 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 yeah. Spoilers. But uh, but fucking uh, dude, uh, that's what made it good. He was. I think he's supposed to lose. Yeah, I think he's supposed to lose. Absolutely. Well, uh, not according but, to the original ending where he wins hard. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't like that. You, you, can, hard, you, can tell <laughs> you can tell it's tacked on to the point of how it's technically made. It, yeah. Every time it cuts back and forth between McLean's face and uh, Jeremy Irons' face, uh, you can tell those guys were not ever in the same place together when they had to shoot reshoot this ending. They it's clear that bears it, in the back of one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's clear they were reshoots and that they weren't even in the same space. They yeah. they could only get Jeremy Irons on a different day. They I could don't know, get I feel like they they I, I didn't. I, they may or may not have been in the same space, but I didn't get like a jarring feeling like they were. It, it just didn't feel. I don't know. It, it, it didn't is, feel good. Yeah, it is it edited is, together a in a way tone. that feels messy. Yeah. So what it is is McLean arrives at where he finds uh, Gruber. Yes, and he places a missile. Oh, I was talking about the, the ending in the movie that we just oh, watched. Okay, yeah, you can okay. tell they're not in the same space. Yeah, that one exactly. Yeah. They're yeah. definitely it, not in the, the same. The space. ending yeah. in the movie you see when you go see Die Hard with a Vengeance, wherever you're watching it right now, is messy. It looks yeah. like it was. They were not. That they couldn't get all the actors back at the like same it, time. Yeah. They just and so, so they had to throw you, it together. You millennials would have pulled out the green screen. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and that's where it was like one of the. Yes, yes we would have. All of us would have done the same feel thing. Real, but Two we don't crashing helicopters. To, one explodes yeah. in some flames. Electric wires coming down. That's still. It's still as far it's very as endings yeah. go. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's yeah. very McLean. He's only got two bullets. He's got to figure out how to take down a whole yeah. helicopter full of villains with those two bullets. Use the electric wires. That's cool. It's McLean. Uh, it doesn't look great. It's very yeah, <laughs> messily it's put together. It's clunky. Yeah, very clunky. Uh, but okay, so the alternate ending, the alternate original ending. ending to and, and also, I just I just have a note on how that is more McLean than the alternate ending seems to be. Oh yeah, if that makes sense yeah. because. 
he's not really out to kill them in the helicopter. He's right. out to stop them from getting away, yeah, yeah. and they happen to die. McLean yeah. is very hard. You have to be killing with yourself for him to kill you. He, mm. he, he, unless if unless you're shooting at him, McLean's not going to walk up and kill you when he can punch you in the face. He, he'll yeah. punch you in the face. Yep. Mm. That's that's very. But he'll also like. You know, put you in a chair and decorate you for for you know other villains to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, you know, he'll do that. He'll do that shit. Yeah, but he, he'll kill you. So the ultimate ending is McLean looking all dapper shows up yeah. at a restaurant where where Gruber's eating. Seems to be Christmas. He yep. seems to be Christmas because that's well, the what week they do. Of, at least yes, he's, it's it's Christmas week and he is uh he's celebrating by putting a missile launcher yep on Gruber's table. And forcing him to uh, spin it for wrong answers to Simon Says Like Riddles. Mm -hmm. And then pulled the trigger. At gunpoint, of course. And then we all wonder, wait a minute. uh, How does he know that he's not going to get shot if he's spinning this this unmarked missile launcher? And he reveals that he he had a flak jacket, so it wouldn't matter. But Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter because the missile shoots uh, Jeremy uh, Irons in the chest. Yeah, Uh, It's, It's really... It's got some really fun dialogue. Yes, and it, it actually does. has a great moment yeah. of them facing off, but it's unearned because at no point do I ever feel like they're nemeses even throughout yeah. the whole movie. Well, it's not they don't have a strong enough hatred for and one another. And the weird thing about it is that feels like vengeance, right? Yeah. Where where what you get with the ending that is in the movie is the title Die Hard with a Vengeance becomes about Gruber's character. Yes. Yeah. He's having vengeance for his dead brother, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas when you have the original ending in this movie, suddenly it's revealed that the title is not about Gruber. So it is choices. about McLean, mm-hmm. and he's going to have vengeance on this guy, which is a weird thing for McLean to do. He doesn't seem like yeah, a vengeful a character. Guy. He would be the um, guy that lets it go because it's like, good, finally, we're done. I can yeah. go sleep yeah. off this fucking he, hangover. Did anybody else get this vibe off of that scene? That seemed like a like um almost like a James Bond or some sort oh, of assassin yeah. type yeah. scene, you know? Like yeah, he was like an assassin of some kind. Collie, he was, yeah. Collie, he, does what he, has he was to too smooth. He was too, you know what I mean? It was a New Yorker who's blue collar. And I, this city, I bleed red, white, and blue right. type. And then once he, once he pulls that trigger, if he ever would, if they would have used that at that point, like I don't like him, right? Yeah, you, you really go and you're, you're like, I don't love this guy. Like, you loved him before. Would it have saved it a little bit if it shot McLean? He revealed his flak jacket and then shot, shot him to death. In cold blood that I way. I mean, maybe it would be funnier. Yeah. I don't. It wouldn't save the, yeah. the the problem with the character, but it might gloss over. It, it would, but it didn't throw some lube on that. Ruin the realism that that is uh, die hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to a certain extent, like mm. it is far fetched. Yes, they do keep a certain level. So of they should have just realism. let Gruber sail off, and then you can bring him back later in the series. Yeah, that would that's be the, way the thing though it, that yeah. makes this much more, and I think makes this entire franchise much more than just popcorn action movie nonsense. Is mm. is as unrealistic as the set pieces get. The character, his motivation, all of that stuff is very grounded, very realistic. He is a human being that we can connect to, and that makes him a good character mm-hmm. to be the yeah. lead of these movies. Until the next two movies. Well, yeah. you know, we only, you know, we only we watch the third one here. They, that's what I'm saying. They never happen. Everything that I hate about those movies, <laughs> uh, the is fourth him stripping one away is him stri- them stripping away everything I loved about John McClane. Yeah. They, they, mm. That's all he did. They slowly kept removing it to make it more popular. Well, people he, always forget he cries in the first one because he thinks he's going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He cries and tells mm-hmm. him to say, yeah. tell my wife I love her. Mm-hmm. And then by the third one, he's like, I, I've done this so many times that I, all the emotions there and I'm going to share everything I did with this random black guy in a, weird, in a weird way. <laughs> we, so exchange, <laughs> we exchange a lot of heartfelt things. <laughs> 
while doing really masculine shit. Like when he pulled the fucking thing out of his own arm. Oh yeah. The, oh, oh yeah. that was aggressive. That that actually I <laughs> it's it's funny that you said he shared a lot of things with this random black guy. Because there are so many instances in the movie yeah. where all of the villains are like John McClane and that black guy, or like yeah. his black friend, or just he just he like never yeah, has a name it. to anybody but it. us. Yeah. That's nothing I loved about that movie that they did not hide it. Like it's like, hey, we can't say the N word and we can't say color <laughs> Negro. We have to make this realistic. Of yeah. these are people from another place, yep. Yep. so they're not going to say most of them. They graciously gave us black guy yeah. because they would not call him black guy. They would right. call him whatever the fuck they felt at that moment. And, to, and that's to be completely sure they're white people in power. Yeah, like they could and, totally and, be dropping that if they want. There's to. a shadow man approaching. Yeah. Watch that blob, that blubber blue, 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 blinga, 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 blinga. They could make noise of that. And either way, I would be like, this is all real, so realistic. This is so realistic, especially in '95. They, they get it. Yeah, this they did their research. Knows how to write they, some realism. Did their research. Did he just spin that truck? <laughs> 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 Whatever, let's get some fucking fries. <laughs> Are we talking fries? <laughs> We're talking fries. We're talking French fries. fries. Uh, I think I'm done talking French fries. Are we? Is it, everybody I'm feel done. good? Are we I'm done talking good. French fries? I, get, I gotta get out of here and get some French fries. <laughs> do, I, do we? Uh, do we cover your love for this movie, Chris Cotton? I love it. You can tell. I think. It, it, I think it. It, it, it reverberates or something. Yeah. I wanted to reverb through the whole. Radiate. Radiate through the. There you go. Radiated through this whole podcast. That's why you got to keep one of these young ones around. They got that fresh brain. They got them ghouls and brains and shit going on. Good. I think. Once again, when you put this movie up to my test of the of what makes a good movie, is you know was I bored? No. No. And did the filmmakers succeed at their vision? Absolutely. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like that is. This was designed. This was a movie that that was not written so much as it was designed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it it's a good design. And I'll say that was, was one of smooth. our most fun watching of a oh, movie. Yeah. I think we oh, had a, dude, we had a good fun, time man. watching this movie. <laughs> it like a really good. good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which there's a lot to be said for that. I think you know. I think we forget being film snobs that yeah. sometimes movies start to become homework, or you start to overanalyze and you mm-hmm. start to get into this mindset of of you know this is high art and all that. Well, not all art has to be high art, yeah. you know, and even low art can be high art, mm-hmm. a la the original Die, die Hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is just, yeah, you know, it's, it is I think I made is. my it's, point. It's, it's, it's those, like I said, that's why whenever I end up talking about this movie, I always end up talking about Lethal Weapon, and mm-hmm. I always end up talking about Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. and somehow when those three get talked about long enough, Back to the Future gets slid <laughs> in there. Because all of those franchises generally make you feel good. They make oh, you yeah. feel good. They, yeah. and, and that's the thing, people don't. Take the time to make TV and movies that just do that anymore. They're like, well, well, we don't. We want it to be. The facts have to be, and you, and we got to use the seat. Bring the guy with the glasses in. We got shit to do. <laughs> yeah. They, they what if doing the all that. You the called? Back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Say, like, come on, stop all that. Just write me something that generally make it dialogue driven. Yep. Make it action. Give me a character I care give about. Give me a, give me characters. Give me subplots. Give me unnecessary give information me a bomb that can be that diffused by math yeah. and volume. Dude, yeah. <laughs> d- 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 have to get, you know. Just give me yeah. something. Give me something that just lets me know you care. You're thinking about the, your, 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 your watchers and your listeners in essence. And you and you also are just testing the like how far you can go as an artist. And mm-hmm. I feel like those movies did that back then and now is so busy trying to make money that is you I don't and I don't want to go see a movie in one of those small ritzy play I don't want to go see one of those I, I want to see a I, I hate it. they bore me and I, I like the vibe <laughs> of a big uh 
corporation style places you go where they make popcorn and it's not flavored and it just tastes like shit but we act like it's delicious because it's movie popcorn it's the same fucking shitty popcorn yeah. right it's fucking cheap the Halliburton logos everywhere oh, it's, it's like, it's like pro tip check that. this out put a straw in your popcorn and then you run the butter through the straw you oh, get the popcorn know, you get the butter I, on the bottom I'm gonna be honest with you I'm not a fan of butter what? I don't, I don't uh, even use the butter on the popcorn. I don't, I don't even like I get nachos and they taste like say, shit. I get, I get pretzel bites. Yeah, they taste like shit. All of it's horrible. But the thing you realize is, man, it's a movie. They took their time out and they made it. I, I want to say it. this that before we get off yeah. of the movie entirely. Okay. Three-gallon jug, five-gallon jug. Okay, please. Ready? How does this Do fucking work? You fill up the three-gallon yes. jug. You pour it into the five-gallon yes. jug. You now have. Oh no, sorry, I did that backwards. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, you did it right. Yeah, you pour it into the five-gallon jug. Yeah. All right, and then uh, let's see. You uh, fill up. Oh, sorry, now I've got, I had it in my head just a second ago. Fuck, fuck, fuck. We got to get four gallons in. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Here we go. You fill up the five-gallon jug. Okay. You dump it into the three-gallon jug to fill the three-gallon. You now have two gallons left uh, in the five-gallon. Dump out the three. Yeah. Take the five-gallon. Dump those two into the three. You now have two in the three. Fill up the five. Dump that into the three until that's full, leaving four left in the five. Yep. Jesus Damn. Christ. Damn. Yeah. I know that just now it. made sense. Yeah. yeah. That's that amazing. Totally made that's sense. Wow. That's very crazy. hard to do when when racial tensions involved. Yeah. I was gonna say because be honest, racial tension. Are you calling me? It's a natural enemy to math. I like that. I like that. Hold on, you 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 say that again and just let me be him feeling the racial tension right now, throwing it at you. Okay, okay. you're doing it. Tell me how I'm supposed to be doing it. Math is very difficult when there's racial tension involved. No, no, no. Oh, just explain the process. Explain the process. you're going for that. Okay. Now, how we gonna do this, motherfucker? All right. So what you do is you have a five gallons. No, 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 no. Explain, motherfucker. Come on. You take the three gallon jug. You fill that. No, my kids got education. Explain, you dump that into the five. We one. got the, the, now the, the a deficit clock of ticking. You white motherfucker think I'm going to be late for this? So what we do is no, we fill the five, late. dump it into the color people time is now everybody's time. That we, have, that we have two left you in the five, so we dump go, out the three. Huh? Then we take the five that no, has I two in it, dump that into there. No, I know. Just and, do the shit. So I am going to do the shit. <laughs> and so you take the five, you fill it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Uh, that, that's the sheer the determination, diehard. Yeah, <laughs> the sheer determination. I am going to do the shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you would just take a second to listen, sir. Uh, oh, oh I will be. Do- <laughs> I you, will be doing the shit, sir. You are aware that there is a bomb in this briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> you call me. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> very, very one-dimensional. No, it was I, fun, man. I, I have to say, uh, from from my perspective, if if my thing has become the young person's corner on here, uh, <laughs> I think you should play that role. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we're getting you a younger, theme song next yeah. month. It'll, it'll be like like wind up box music, yeah. like the yeah. like the the kindergarten <laughs> cop soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Hello, welcome to the young person's corner. Uh, yeah, no, I really think that uh, for a movie that's two decades old, this really really holds up. Visually, um, it's still entertaining. It's a, it's just a, it's a fucking great time to watch. Although there's not a lot of CGI or, or maybe any CGI except for that water that's chasing him in the truck. That's just layered film. That was the worst yeah. Water yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the just dope practical effects and really cool to see a movie that that practices a kind of art uh, that's sort of lost, which is doing the things that you're seeing on screen for real. Mm-hmm. It's awesome to see. And yep. it's hard to make movies that way now. That mm-hmm. fucking subway crash is awesome. It's yeah, so it sick. looks great. So sick. We've often said it now we can make it look like we did something, but it's more effective if you just do it and film it. Yes. yes. You know, mm-hmm. like we can make yeah. it look like a plane crashed. 
the fucking fly a plane in a mountain and point a camera at it, and that's just gonna yeah. work. Yeah. Tie Tom Cruise to the plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tie him to the plane. Yeah. America's that's, <laughs> that's as effective as it gets. Uh, all right, let's close this thing out. I, Tie uh, me to the fucking. How do we uh, how do we close this thing out? You want to do some recommendations? Anybody see anything recently other than Die Hard with a Vengeance? They want to recommend. Well, I'll throw this out there. Um, I caught uh, Straight Outta Compton this week. Yeah, that was a cool movie. I really, really want to see that. Really good. Yeah. Um, you know, it's the same as any other musical biopic, but we haven't really had a proper rap biopic. Mm-hmm. Great cast, music's exciting, and much like Die Hard with a Vengeance, you see things and go, "Oh, that's still pretty relevant." Yeah. And then I'll follow that up because I forgot if I if I recommended this before, but I keep thinking about it. You got to watch Tangerine. Oh yeah, that movie's fucking great. That's the one that's shot on all iPhone fives, and it's just uh, I don't know. It's a world that you don't normally get to see, and it's very funny. I want to see without that. without shying away from the the darkness of the world that it depicts. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, I would, if I were you, check out Wet Hot American Summer. Uh, oh, I've been watching them like halfway through it. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Check that out. And also check out Difficult People on Hulu. It's really, really well written. And it's kind of like if uh, if HBO's girls were like more irreverent and fun. Hmm. Uh, and it's it's a, it's just a good time. It's I heard good that's time. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm going to stick to the theme of what I've been doing today. And I'll be nitpicking about <laughs> these young movies. So I'm not going to subscribe. I'm not going to suggest anything new. I'm going to suggest two old movies. Yeah. Please do. I'm gonna say in this. I don't. If you haven't seen them, let me know. Princess Bride. Yes. You sp- you have. That's a great movie. And also another great old movie. Uh, uh, Driving Miss Daisy. Give it a good look. <laughs> and that was sticking to the race theme. Yep, yep, yep. We watched Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah, we watched Driving Daisy. Is that Princess and Princess Bride was sticking to the fact that he had a wife <laughs> in a movie? Is and, the big yeah. Daisy the uh, John McClane of uh, Driving Miss Daisy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 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 He was. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna That's recommend. Why I like that too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna make. I'm gonna recommend Captain America two. I just rewatched that uh, for the first time in a Similar while. And elevator sequence. Oh <laughs> yeah, a fucking awesome elevator that is, sequence. Oh, that elevator. Oh, it's yeah, great. great, dude. When Samuel L. Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson is uh, in his car, and there's mm-hmm. a whole action sequence where he's oh, just stuck in dope. the car. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great. That was great depiction of how good he had to be to take that. Absolutely. What's his name? What, I, I'm bad. I told you I'm bad with uh, the Winter Soldier. Yeah, no, no. no. What's the uh, 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 Nick Fury? Thank you, yeah. Nick Fury, because he does. That people don't know his powers. His right, power right. is escape artist, prepared. all that. Like yeah. he prepared yeah. secret agent. He, I power. this I I still think it is Marvel's <laughs> best movie to date. I it, really it's think a it's a really, the best good, movie. One. It's a really uh, good one. It's got the best conceived and executed action sequences of all their movies. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even though the plot is like this big sort of government conspiracy. That is so relevant to how we feel in the world we live in mm-hmm. right now. It actually has the most relatable stakes of any yep. Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really works. I really, really like that movie. And Highly what is Captain it. America doing? He kicks a movie? man off the side of a fucking boat Dude, five awesome. minutes into the movie. Dude, and it's the best thing I've ever seen. I loved him. It, 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 before that, the first one, I hated Chris Evans. Uh-huh. Soon as that one came, I said, this motherfucker is he's he's Captain, Captain America. America. He's, he's a, 100%. And he's I hate man. Captain America, but he made me movie? love him. He's he made amazing. Me, he made me love Captain America. I agree. Over, by, the, by the first Avengers, I loved Captain America. When he America. tells Black Widow to take her feet off the dashboard of the car because they're only borrowing oh, it, yeah. yes. it's like, that is Captain America. That is That's him to a T. It's the only one guy, He man. sells that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, well, Captain America too. Highly and recommend. I always make this joke, but I'll throw this out there in case you guys ever find yourself at a comic con. Mm-hmm. You will find people dressed as the Winter Soldier. Talk to them and nonchalantly refer to it as the Winter Shoulder. <laughs> it drives them <laughs> crazy. And and if if they start to question it, 
the the answer is to then focus on the robotic the, shoulder, the robot arm, yeah, yeah, and talk about their winter their shoulder. shoulder. <laughs> it's cold. So yeah. much fun that we had with that. I was at Comic Con two years ago with Poe, and that was the game. Yeah. <laughs> winter like, shoulder. Just do yeah. winter shoulder. Winter shoulder. <laughs> winter shoulder. <laughs> it was fun. It's pretty good. Let's do some plugs around the horn. You can find uh, our show on Twitter at I Like Two Movie. That's with the number two. Uh, apparently, we were on Periscope tonight, so look for us there. I don't think that's how it works anymore. But, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Philadelphia. You can find the show on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash I Like Two Movie. Uh, and check out my movie reviews on letterboxd.com slash Philadelphia. I'm Dan Scully on every platform. That's that's a beat that shit. Um, so yeah, Twitter, Facebook, all that at Dan Scully. Log on to uh, Cinadelphia.com. Do all of my movie writing for them, and also uh, you can connect to Letterboxd. And um, we haven't picked out the theme for the next show, but it will be the second uh, Thursday of September. Indeed, it so will. So stay tuned. Details will be coming shortly for the next movie, movie live. Mm-hmm. And um, I had one more thing, and I can't think of it. So I guess we'll just move on. All right, if you need to come back, just jump in. Uh, I at Cotton two one five Cotton two one five. Periscope, Twitter, Instagram, everything. Follow me on Periscope. It's great. Uh, <laughs> it's really a lot of fun. Uh, you can hear me on Artie Lang Podcast. Uh, yeah. You subscribe to that on ArtieQuitter.com. ArtieQuitter.com. Close to that. And um, what was up? Okay, what I always do. CinnerCityComedy.com. Yes. CinnerCityComedy Podcast. Please listen to both. Hysterical. You can also catch me on there sometimes. I'll come and go. Yeah. <laughs> but That's a great that's show. It. it is very fun. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Mekki Leeper, M-E-K-K-I-L-E-E-P-E-R. Uh, and I also do a sketch web series every other Tuesday with my two friends, John Del Vicio and Luke Strickler. It's a lot of fun. Uh, tell them what that's called so they can find it. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, Dance Father Dance. I can't believe I almost forgot. To <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dance Father check Dance. Check out Dance Father yep. Dance. I was in one of their videos. They're great. It's and uh, check out It Follows because that's what we're going to do next. I think around. that is probably it what we're going to do next. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's a fucking great movie that I'm so excited to talk about. Okay. So uh, we're going to close this thing out. With... I know what it was that yeah, I was going to plug. Uh, there's going to be a night of short films on September 11th at the uh, TROC. Don't don't be afraid by the date. It's <laughs> just it's just another day in the year <laughs> in the calendar of our Lord at this time. And in fact, uh, the opposite of a disaster is going to happen. Um, the opposite of a tragedy, even a comedy. There's going to be a bunch of short films from Shoestring Gold. We're going to talk to a couple of them on on air, a couple of their producers uh, Mackie in didn't the coming understand weeks. That joke at all. And um, yeah, and um, uh, you should come out on September 11th to the truck. I will be hosting their night of short films. Oh, that's fantastic! That's really exciting. Uh, okay, so we're going to close this thing out the same way we always close it out. You guys will pick this up as we go, and we'll get you around the horn as we go. Uh, my name is Garrett Smith, and I like to movie movie. Yo, my name is DZD, and I like to movie movie. Uh, my name is Mecky Leeper, and I like to movie movie. My name, my name is Chris Cotton, and I like to movie. Movie. <laughs> you got the title <laughs> right. <laughs> we all know that you, you like, like to movie movie, movie because we like to movie. movie.